This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Today on CityCast Madison. Winter chills finally froze our beautiful lakes, which is welcome news for our ice fishers. But how do you know when it's safe to go ice fishing? And what's the ice fishing like in Madison? Well, there's a local angler who's the guy to ask. Pat Hasberg, owner of DNS Bait, Tackle, and Fly Shop, has carried on the shop's decades-long tradition of a weekly fishing report for Madison. We sat down with Pat to get the local report. It's Monday, February 5th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Pat, hello. Hey, how you doing, Bianca? I'm doing pretty well. Um, so I think it's safe to say that you are the go-to guy when it comes to fishing reports in Madison. How have the ice fishing conditions been so far this winter? Well, it took a while to get some ice here. Uh, we had a very warm, unusually warm December. And uh, so it we really didn't even start getting ice until almost mid-January when we got a, a cold snap that came through. And you know, really, if we hadn't have seen that one week of bitter cold temperatures here in town, we might still be looking at open water today. So from an ice fishing standpoint and a, and a business standpoint on my side of things, it was really great to have that cold snap come through and uh, locked up all the area lakes. And most of the ice around town is safe uh, for foot travel, certainly. And a lot of folks are getting out enjoying the ice. And and yeah, it's it's uh, it's great to finally have some ice on the area lakes. How do our conditions this winter compare to recent winters? Well, you know, I'd like to say that it's uh, kind of an anomaly, but uh, last year we had a very similar situation where we got a cold snap right between Christmas and New Year. Uh, so it was earlier than this year's. But after that, if we if we hadn't had that cold snap, we wouldn't have had much ice around town again. So you know, unfortunately, it seems that uh, climate change is certainly affecting um, what's happening as far as ice production uh, in, in the Madison area. Anyway, La last year, for instance, uh, just south of Janesville, they didn't have any ice last year or any fishable ice. Uh, so, you know, it's it's creeping northward and uh, we're just, you know, doing the best we can. And, and hopefully, uh, you know, the years moving forward get better. But, uh, yeah, it's certainly not great. Yeah, it's a strange thing. It's extremely strange. But what makes for good conditions? Like, what are you looking for when you're deciding where or when to fish? Well, I mean, the ice thickness is really what determines all of that. I mean, you, you can't uh, go out in areas where the ice is not safe. So what you want to do is, you know, kind of try to pay attention, watch where other anglers are, are already out fishing. And, you know, that that'll give you a good idea. If there's already people out there and they're not falling through the ice, that's a good sign. <laughs> that, that it's, that yeah, it's but is it the cool. only sign? I mean, 
<laughs> if there's yeah. one or two. <laughs> it, it's never the only sign. Uh, the DNR, for instance, they, they say that uh, there's no such thing as safe ice. And, and that's exactly true. I mean, you could see a truck parked out on, on a lake and the ice near the shore might be a little bit sketchy. So, uh, you know, I encourage everyone to always use caution and always come prepared and, you know, there are, there are steps you can take to be prepared in the event that you go through. But generally speaking, if you see people out on the ice and, you know, they're not being rescued by EMS, chances are it's pretty safe. Yeah. How deep is the ice for it to be safe? Uh, generally, uh, they say uh, at least three inches for foot travel and six inches for an ATV. You're not allowed to drive any vehicles on the ice, like trucks and cars in, in Dane County. Uh, but other parts around the state, it is legal. I grew up uh, driving vehicles on the ice, and they recommend at least 12 inches of ice for vehicles. But uh, around Madison, the ice right now ranges anywhere from about six inches to uh, 11 to 12 inches, depending on where you're at. So your shallow bays, shallow areas are going to have thicker ice in that 10 to 11, 12 inch range. And then out over the big lakes, like on Lake Mendota, you're going to have uh, six inches or so out there. And some folks are running ATVs out there. I'm not officially recommending it here at the shop. Yeah. You know, I was over on Lake Mendota the other day um, and I felt like I saw a lot of pools of water that I, I, you know, I saw, I saw a bunch of people out there, but it did make me feel like, oh, there's ducks. You know, there are little areas where <laughs> there's some um, breakage, I guess, in, in the thickness. Sure. You know, we did get some rain recently. And so a lot of that rain will sit on top of the ice and that can make it appear like there's open water in areas. Um, are there other areas where you might find open water would be maybe where there's a, a storm sewer outfall, uh, oh. you know, where, where, so if there's rain, uh, washing off the city streets and then it washes into the lakes uh you know that's warmer water that melts the yeah. ice around those areas and and you will see ducks congregating around there um some areas uh maybe where there's a, a bridge that goes over a narrow spot can cause there to be current under the ice so sometimes yeah i was at tenny park so like right mm -hmm. on like where the little pier is so that makes a lot of sense it was literally kind of some of those conditions you mentioned. Yep. Yep. But generally uh, where there's still water and, you know, open larger lake areas, they freeze over pretty well. But, you know, like I said, always uh, use caution and, you know, your, use your best judgment just because you see somebody out on the lake, you know, you might want to maybe see if you can figure out how they got out there instead of just blindly walking out onto some potentially thin ice where there might be a storm sewer outfall, or maybe there's a, an inlet where that body of water is fed by, you know, a stream or, or a creek or something. Uh, anywhere that there's current can certainly cause uh, thin ice, but that those areas are generally pretty small and uh, just located into those small areas around where that water comes in. It's March, folks, and in case you forgot, we live in Wisconsin. Although it's been an unusually warm winter, we can't guarantee we won't get more storms with challenging road conditions. Attorney Z. Usman with Usman Law wants to remind you of some of the winter rules of the road to help keep you safe. So remember, accelerate and decelerate slowly. Don't follow any car too closely. Avoid using cruise control, steer in the direction of a skid, and don't stop when going up a hill. 
If you are in an accident, call attorney Z Usman. He's handled hundreds of insurance claims and can ensure you get everything you are owed. There are no upfront costs and no fee unless he is successful. Also, pro tip, don't negotiate with the insurance company on your own. Go visit madisonaccidentlawyer.com to schedule a free call with attorney Usman. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I'm sure you've been out a bunch already this season. What kinds of fish are biting right now? Well, uh, all of them, really. Uh, it, it really, when folks come in the shop and they ask what's biting, I, I ask them, you know, what do you want to fish for? So if it's panfish, uh, so bluegills, crappie, and perch, um, those are plentiful around Madison. We really are blessed in Madison to have a fantastic fishery for being such an urban area. And the pan fishing especially is excellent around town. So areas that hold uh, really good panfish this time of year would be on the north side of town here, uh, Cherokee Marsh, which is a large, uh, shallow, wide spot in the Har River. Uh, a lot of, uh, there's good weeds in there and it's good habitat for panfish. And, and probably the most popular spot in town is uh, Monona Bay. So down there off John Nolan Drive, uh, if you're ever driving on John Nolan and you see people off to the side by the train yeah. track, they call those areas the triangles. There's a north and south triangle that's formed by the train tracks. And then behind that is Monona Bay proper. Uh, and it's always a good spot for panfish. But for whatever reason, this year has just been fantastic. I mean, it is filled with fish. People, everybody that goes down there is almost guaranteed to catch fish. The Yahara Fishing Club, a local fishing club here, did a kids fishing day where they give out rods to kids and try to introduce uh, kids into fishing. They had 300 kids come through. All the kids got fishing rods. Every single kid caught at least one fish, but many, many, many kids caught 10 fish, uh, you know, <laughs> and all the parents had a great time. They have hot dogs and hot cocoa and all. It's, it's really a great event that they do and gets people into fishing. But, you know, if, if a bunch of kids who have never ice fished before can go somewhere and catch 10 fish, in a couple hours, I mean, that's a pretty good sign that you've got a, a good fishery there. A fish jamboree. I feel like that had to be full of so much joy. Yeah. <laughs> like catching 10 fish. Yeah. Yeah. All, all the yeah. smiles on the kids' faces. I saw a bunch of pictures and it's, you know, it's priceless. On the other side of uh, species, as far as uh, species to catch here in town, we also have a really great uh, walleye and northern pike fishery here in town. So, uh, and a lot of those fish tend to be caught more on the bigger lakes. So Monona and Mendota, uh, and you can find those fish usually not too far from shore, um, so accessible by foot. And what you're looking for out there is trying to find like a weed edge or um, a, a, a break. So where it goes from shallow water into deep water uh, is where a lot of those fish like to congregate. And, and we have uh, fantastic walleye fishing and uh, Lake Mendota, especially for Northern Pike is uh, managed by the DNR as a trophy uh, pike fishery. So uh, any, any pike that can be kept out of there have to be at least 40 inches. So that's a big fish. And that's a um, big one. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that means that means that there's a, there's a lot of big fish around, but there's also a lot of smaller fish uh, that don't get kept. And uh, yeah, it, like I said, we really are blessed here in Madison uh, to have such a great fishery. 
Yeah. So it is abundantly clear to me that you have this amazing voice. Like you're so soothing to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) You do a fishing report online for the area every week. You get to share this sort of news all of the time with folks. So what made you want to start doing that? Uh, Actually, so... Uh, DNS Bait and Tackle and now Fly Shop uh, has been in business for 43 years uh, here on the north side of Madison. I purchased the business in 2022. The fishing report was something that uh, had been started by the original owners, uh, Debbie and Steve. Uh, that's where the DNS comes from. Uh, started a phone line where you could call in and just listen to a recording that they did every Friday. And then uh, Gene uh, Dellinger, who was the previous owner, kept that going. He owned the shop here for 31 years. I was a customer of the shop for the last 20 years or so. And uh, when, oh, Gene, wow. yeah, when Gene was selling, uh, I was kind of in a transition uh, part of my uh, career, I guess you'd say, and decided what the heck might as well keep this great uh, staple in the fishing community going. Uh, the, it's, a, it's a really important part of the fishing community that not only the shop here, but also the fishing reports. A lot of people rely on them. I know I did as a customer for many years. So really, uh, I'm just keeping the tradition going and I'm happy to do that. Um, I've, I've changed the format of the report. Uh, not, so not only do we do a phone in line, which is uh, if, if anybody wants to call the number, it's 608 Big Fish. Um, so we've had that number forever. Uh, yes, so 608 Big Fish. Works out pretty good that way. Uh, but also we post at DS Bait Tackle Fly Shop on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And I do a little um, thing on the digital side of things where I have a Google map up and, and I kind of walk people through different areas that I'm talking about. And I talk about the weather and I, and I, and I, I not only talk about the Madison area, but also uh, fishing in Southern Wisconsin in general, because I know that not everybody fishes around town and sometimes people want to get out of town and it helps to know what's going on over maybe on the Mississippi River or the Milwaukee area. So just sort of expanded some of the um, depth of the report, but it, it's been received pretty pretty well from folks and and thanks for the compliment on my on my voice self-conscious about it actually but thank you i appreciate it oh really oh my gosh did you say you're self-conscious about it is that what you just said (laughs) oh my god i'm just like i'm talking to a professional here like you're you really it's really really nice and i think it's so it's so awesome to see someone you know a part of the community you benefited from the service you said you were shopping there for 20 years and it sounds like you didn't want this shop to go away so you bought it yeah, yeah. It, so, uh, you know, when uh, Gene, the old owner, told me that he was selling, I sort of panicked inside wondering you know, what's <laughs> going to happen to DNS. It didn't sound like he had had any offers. And, you know, it was sort of getting down to the wire. And we worked something out with Gene. And I think we we're both happy with how things turned out. And I know the fishing community is happy to see the shop still in business. So that's uh, that's very heartening. I'm not going to get rich selling people worms. Uh, for the rest of my life, but uh, it's definitely a great way to you know keep the community in touch with each other. And there's worse ways to make a living than getting to BS with guys about fishing all day. So, oh my goodness, I'll take it. Yeah, and different ways to think about what being rich is, right? You That's know? right, exactly. Yeah, and you know, like I I like a good hang, just like anyone else, <laughs> and I love nature. And I've never done ice fishing. Um, if someone has never tried to ice fish before and wants to get started, what tips do you generally give? Well, I do get folks that come in the shop and say, "I want to go ice fishing," and I say, "Great." 
and they say, I don't, I've never been ice fishing. Where do I, I do? <laughs> yeah. So I, I try to get them started with just a very basic setup and point them to a place like Monona Bay, where I know they'll likely catch some fish. Um, but there are other resources. The DNR has uh, learned to fish uh, clinics that they host and they do those periodically. So if you looked on the DNR uh, website about learning to fish and they go through uh, everything, I think it's a series of courses uh, where you it's maybe one night of like classwork and then a day on the water. And then they go and they do another thing uh, in, in, in class where they might teach you how to clean the fish and prepare the fish. So it's a full, you know, harvest to cook uh, thing. So people can really get every kind of facet of, of what to do out there on the ice. And, and those are great. And the Ohara Fishing Club uh, too uh, is a great way to learn more about fishing, uh, joining that group and attending their meetings. They have lots of willing members that are happy to take people out and uh, get people interested in fishing. It, it's it's really great. Yeah. And so I don't want to make you like give away any of your trade secrets. <laughs> and <laughs> what do you think the key is to catching fish in Madison's frozen lakes? Patience. I mean, patience and practice is really the best way to learn. It, it, you can't expect to go out and, and catch a world record fish your first time out, you know, so people have to understand that there's a learning curve to everything and, and fishing is no different. Uh, but I, I, I feel like at least in my case, you know, once you kind of get that bug, you want more. You might go down to Monona Bay and, and, and catch a bunch of fish your first year and you're like, this is great, but now I want to try catching maybe walleyes or pike or I, I want to venture out to, you know, different areas around southern Wisconsin, smaller lakes or or areas along the Wisconsin River, something like that. Uh, so it it's really a, a lifetime of learning, at least in my in, in my experience. It's it's something that I, I'm ne I never feel like I know enough and you know even though i work at a bait shop and people consider me some kind of expert <laughs> i'm always humbled by fish so I, I i don't go out and 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 catch limits of of fish or trophy fish every time uh, sometimes i don't catch any fish so that's what makes fishing interesting and and a, and a fun challenge but most of all a great opportunity for folks to get out and just enjoy the outdoors yeah well you know pat it is extremely exciting to finally get some details as a non-ice fisher about like what the circumstances are out on those lakes. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. It's been fun. That's Pat Hasberg, owner of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop. He publishes his weekly fishing report every Friday to his site. If you want to check it out, we'll toss a link to that in our show notes. Or remember, you can always just call the hotline 608-BIG-FISH. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with your favorite angler? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then. Until then.